Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 92 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. The podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever going to break it down. Your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode. We're here another beautiful Monday. <laughs> uh, this week, my guest, the homie, Kenny is here. KG is here this week. Um, you know, this this episode has been weeks in the making. I take full responsibility just because my schedule is insane these days. So it was really hard to kind to get the time to actually record with my own goddamn BFF. But uh, he's here and we have a good conversation um, all about the new cancel culture that we are in. And what does it really mean to cancel someone? We even hopped down the R. Kelly MJ rabbit hole. I know I'd been avoiding that for quite a few podcasts now, but it gets tackled in this one. Uh, so stick around for the conversation with Kenny. I want to hop right into Booney's pick of the week. Um, this week, I because of my schedule, I'm just so busy and I know I sound like a broken record, but I finally just caught up on a few weeks of Shameless. I know the season ended about two weeks ago. If you haven't watched yet, go ahead and skip the next two minutes of the show because I'm going to do some spoilers. Um, I also don't think it was any surprise to anyone if you um, had not watched the season. But we all knew that this was going to be Emmy Rossum's last season portraying Fiona on the show. And so I am really curious to see how does Shameless move forward without... Fiona like she is the show and so I'm not even gonna lie I had all of the tears <laughs> on the season finale watching her move on to what was next and it was like damn she really left um but it looks like in her departure we'll be getting Ian back and Ian has always been my favorite Gallagher so I'm excited about him um and excited to see where they take his story arc because I wasn't kind of feeling his whole storyline that made him end up in jail because he was leaving the show too so I didn't appreciate that um yay for Liam for realizing his ass is black <laughs> and wanting to learn about his culture. So I, I kind of liked where they're going with Liam's storyline. Carl fucking broke my heart. Debbie's the new Fiona. And Frank Cole, Frank, Frank Cole, Frank just stayed an asshole to the end. And you got to love Frank's character. I also kind of feel like this season they didn't give uh, uh, Veronica and Kevin that great of storylines. Um, so I'm hoping maybe in next season with Fiona gone, they can focus on that. But I do love Shameless. You know, Showtime, Showtime shows, you know, they, they usually stay on way past when they should. Um, they do not have a good track record. It happened with Weeds. It happened with Dexter. Um, but a few of their other shows where they were good to a point and then they just went to complete bullshit. So I'm hoping we know Shameless is coming back for season 10. Maybe season 10 might be the last season, but I hope now with Fiona gone, it doesn't go to this weird bullshit and lose what the show is actually about. So my pick of the week, I did shed some tears for Fiona leaving us. All right, housekeeping. Um, episode 91 with Vanessa of Vagistine. I absolutely adored the feedback that we got for this one. So many of you um, were, <laughs> I think two people in particular messaged me asking, uh, was she going to do another live show? Because they enjoyed her so much and they're sad that they missed her at the live show in November 2018. I don't know. Maybe Vanessa and I can do another collaboration for an event. Um but I also got a message from someone that they wanted to shoot from the mountaintops that vagina smells like vagina, pussy smells like pussy. Stop shooting all this shit in your pussy trying to make it smell right because that's what someone told you. It should smell right. So kudos for Vanessa to on this crusade with her vagisty mess. Love it. Following her and check out. I will check out her podcast too. So thank you for sending in your feedback. Um, again, please go follow Vanessa and, you know, I'll let you guys know if we collab again, but she's an awesome person, a great sex educator to follow if you have not yet. 
Also, just a reminder, our merch sale, the Boonie Breakdown merch. If you still haven't gotten any tees, any tanks, it's a perfect time to grab some for the summer. Um, I have a few requests to put some of the designs on tank tops. So those might be dropping maybe in April, probably May. Um, but if you use the code SPRING1919, uh, you can save 15% on all orders over at www.theboonybreakdown.com backslash shop. Again, the code is SPRING19. So that is good through the end of March 2019, through the end of the month. So happy shopping on that. Also, um, you know, we had that day like two weeks ago where Instagram and Facebook were down for like 15 hours. It was crazy. And it made me realize like, fuck, I depend way too much on Instagram in particular, um, not so much Facebook to communicate with you guys. So I'm going to ask as well, if you head on over to the boonybreakdown.com, scroll down on the first page, you will see want to be the first to know things. Sign up for the Boonie Breakdown newsletter. I don't send out that many newsletters, but I just realized for a lot of you, if Instagram went away tomorrow, I would have no way to contact or reach out to you guys. So if you could sign up for the newsletter, very simple. Again, I do not send out many um, many emails. Maybe once a month is pushing it. I could do better, but once a month is the, the the most you'll probably get from me also you can be the first to know i know for the live shows i always launch tickets to those on the newsletter before i launch tickets anywhere else so again just head on over to the scroll down the first page you'll see sign up enter your email address bam we're good also you know, I still got to tell you, if you are not following us yet, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, The Boonie Breakdown. On Twitter, we're just Boonie Breakdown. And when you share the episode, your screenshots, your tweets, Facebook, whatever, be sure to tag us when you can. If can't, use the hashtag The Boonie Breakdown and the hashtag pod, N-P-O-D-I-N. I appreciate you guys for sharing. That's it for me. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, hey guys. So I know this, I, I've said before that I had some scheduling issues, even to schedule my own go. damn best friend. <laughs> Here we go. Listen, I don't, I don't even talk to you no more. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know if we're considered on that level oh, anymore. Oh no. Um, yeah. My life is in total disarray. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping I'm, uh, in the next six weeks or so I should be back to normal. Just in time for summer. I've been replaced by, um, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel better. Everyone's been replaced. By Everybody's been replaced. So, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, welcome back to the Boonie Breakdown, your first episode in season five. <sighs> Listen, it feels like I haven't been on here in it's... like a year. <laughs> <laughs> Brian said the same thing. I don't think it's been like a year, but it's been some time. No, you were on more recent than him. You can't, we did the the favorite albums episode. We did, we did, and that was towards the end of the that year. That was like so, three okay, months I'll ago give, though. But you know, I'll give you a pair. Okay, but I haven't I, I haven't talked to you since like December. Shut so. up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you hear my voice every Monday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thank you. Outside of that, I don't know who you are. That's how you know I'm alive. <laughs> I try. Look, I even had to swing by his house just to see my twins because yeah. they don't know who you are anymore. I know, it's just it's so bad. I got to get my yeah. FaceTime back in. Yeah. So how the fuck are you? How is life? Hey, you know, I am surviving. I'm here. Uh, Life is crazy, but I am here. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here on the pod. Um, happy to join all of the Borneites. Did we? Did we? Uh, did we? Did we give a name to your crew yet? Like your fan base? I don't even know what they're called. I feel like you know someone got hives. They do. Everyone has these. I don't know what we're called. Someone said the Ratchet Tears, but that got voted down. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I think from then we just haven't. You we know we haven't really pegged down a name what would we call my hive 
I don't even know. Yeah. I should run a contest. Yeah, like who gets the best name and then maybe they get like one of them vibrators. <laughs> Why you say it like that? Like I have a stockpile of vibrators. <laughs> like you just have them, you have them stocked in your house. <laughs> so anytime we want a contest, we give out one of them, what is it, Me Vibe, whatever it's called. Like, I don't, yeah. Come on. You better know yeah. the sponsors. Yeah, listen, we we vibe. We yeah, they gotta... have sponsored in the past, you know. There you go. We, yeah. You know, yeah, we just yeah. recently had Magic Wand and Clona Willie. Clona pussy. So, yeah, you know, I got a little bag of tricks, but I think I might actually formalize that, Kenny, and and we'll do a full. Because I feel like it's going to be a good, like, it'll be a good hashtag, too, to go along with your post. Like, you got to have, like, hey, if people don't know where to find you, they, like, they know the name. Yeah, like, what are we going to call? Okay, so what do you guys want to be called? I'm going to launch this contest. So, this episode is coming out on March 25th. Um, so I'm probably, I'll launch it sometime the week of the 25th on Instagram. Um, so follow us over at the Boonie Breakdown. There you go. We'll do it that way. We'll launch it over there and maybe I'll like edit it down to like my favorite three or something. And then people vote. I, 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 listen, I'm with it. I think that's cool. Good job. Cause like, how the fuck am I on episode 92? We don't even have a name. I don't know. I I do just remember someone said ratchet tears. I can't remember who, and that was voted against. Okay. (laughs) Which I actually, I feel, and I feel like it has to be like, it can't be too long. Nope. So, you know what I mean? It can't be too long because you don't want people hashtagging like a, a 18 word. Um, or 18 letter. Yeah, something you know. simple that as soon as you hear it, you like, you know what? There's That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, put y'all creative motherfucking hats on. Yeah. And name y'all selves. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. You know. What do you want to be called? Yeah, what I don't do know. You? That's yeah. a good idea. I also do want to shout out right now, um, speaking of good ideas, uh, Maria commented on last week's throwback thursday post i you know because i am so busy i'm trying to keep willing it in the universe that i'm gonna do boonie live in philly and atlanta as well as baltimore and maria had this bomb ass idea she was like yes be more but oh my god can we get a party bus from baltimore to philly though i have fomo and don't want to miss any of the ratchet lol think about it lol and i thought about that shit and i'm like you know what a boonie bus for the dc be more folk to go to philly if they want to go to the philly show might not be a bad idea like include a party bus your your way up there and back safely and your ticket to the show maybe some extra goodies because you're fucking traveling for it yeah i'm gonna figure I that feel out like if, if we did that though you would have so here so you would have to have it where there was like an after party or something like that afterwards oh shit now i gotta like, pr- throw a party no I'm, I'm, no I'm just thinking i'm just thinking well look because i think like, i got contacts know, up there that might be a bad idea somebody throw an after party or you just have people getting fried on the bus ride up there which may or may not Look, be a that's what idea. i thought of a party bus that's what i thought i was supplying that like let me get a sponsor but, to sponsor that shit yeah but then people may depending on the like the i don't want you to get too faded that you can't yeah that's what i'm saying like show. people can be fried <laughs> by the time they get up there and your show might not be as maybe you're partying just, on the way back <laughs> yeah there you go there you go drinks and drinks on the way back like open bar on the way back yeah maybe uh but yeah i think i'm gonna figure out how to work that out make it like a limited experience i'm not trying to do a 55 passenger bus i will also need to talk to uh my attorney about uh liability and waivers (laughs) because the bigger y'all trying to force me to be i gotta protect all that i have (laughs) i'm not signing nothing listen you you can't get your black ass on the bus (laughs) but i did think that was like that was a bomb ass idea so when you're creating the name for the boonie breakdown hive whatever we're gonna call ourselves i want creativity like that like that was gold so yeah good job maria um i do have a follow-up question for you though kenny 
Okay, hey, I'm here. <laughs> what, what we got? This this comes from someone who purchased the Boonie Ratchet Box of Love, which shout out to y'all. They're still available at booniebreakdown.com backslash shop. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> so when you purchase a Boonie Ratchet Box of Love, <laughs> It caters to all five senses. One of the senses, of course, is sound, you know. And so for that, you get a playlist. I was like, you know what? It'll be bomb. Kenny has great taste in music. Kenny, you do a playlist too. So it was a one playlist from me and then one playlist from Kenny you get when you purchase the box. Someone was very upset. (laughs) Well, they weren't upset, but they were like, damn it. Why was there an R. Kelly song? on Kenny's playlist and they said they listened to the episode and they were like really just shocked that you really did not give you didn't mute R. Kelly I did not you're right you're absolutely correct and um I don't know if I will continue to ever mute him um now like I said um I'm not going out of my way to like well yeah I'm lying uh, so, <laughs> oh God! So, I, so here's here's my thinking, right? Um, I have purchased majority of his albums. I think I'm missing one, um, but I have those already in purchase, and those are already scanned into my iCloud. So it's pretty easy for me to listen to them without streaming and providing him more income. Okay. So that's one thing. Um, so if people are worried about like, oh, you're you're helping him make money and all this other stuff, no, that that's not what I'm doing. I have already given the money away, um, and he already has it. So, but I'm also not like uh, I'm not a big cancel culture person. Mm-hmm. Um, I am I'm understanding of people's flaws. Um, I am able to separate the. Uh, the music from the artist. Um, and I know that a lot of our favorite artists are um, flawed. A lot of okay. people are flawed. And you, let's put it like that. A lot of people are flawed, not even just artists. Like a lot of the people that you talk to on a daily basis, you just don't know, you know, the things that they may or may ha- may not have been through. So uh, for that, you know, I don't really, not to say that I don't judge because I feel like he should be in jail. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I, I, I need I, you I to make care. that definitive yeah. statement. That's, that's very clear. Like, he's going to trial very shortly, and he should be in jail for the rest of his life. That is what it is. Okay. Um. So you you still are rocking that you can... Um. You're finally saying that, like you can still stand behind separating the art from the artist and, 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 I, and enjoy listening to his music. I, I can't, I can't. Um, and not to like, you obviously don't want to compare, you know, artists and things like that. So I don't want to compare R Kelly to X, Y, and Z person. Um, but a lot of your faves and you may kind of not want to accept it have done some fucked up things. And we kind of push things to the side depending on our relationship with said individual. Um, Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, I, like, we we canceled Chris Brown maybe for, like, a couple of months. But, I mean, but did they? Chris Brown is still touring. Yeah. Like, and still selling out, still rich. Like I don't like I don't think he's canceled. Like, I don't think so either. Uh like to me, I just, you know, we have him. I mean, obviously, you know, we I haven't been on her a little bit, but we still probably gotta talk about MJ. Mm. Um, but you know, Chris Brown got got a track out that he just brought out called Undecided, and that joined Knox. And I and I understand that he had flaws and hit in the face pretty violently one of our favorite artists. I think for me more so, I wasn't one who immediately canceled um, 
Chris Brown after the Rihanna incident, and you guys know I fucking love her. I think for me, it was just the pattern of bad decisions and shit that he just kept doing. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards, like it was like he just seemed to have not learned anything, and it it was no improvement in the behavior. He had the whole the like behavior, Good Morning America incident where he smashed the wind the chair against the window it was oh, the yeah. shit with the fan and the phone like it was like consecutively like so many things that continued to happen after the rihanna incident where it was like damn chris like you know people still trying to throw your bone and support and then his ass gonna get on bt and cry during that performance like all was well i, I mean <laughs> He was, that, was a very, that was a very sad moment. Yeah, I, I laughed, but I mean, I could see he was very moved. But yeah. I do think that a lot of people, and because he was so young, I think people were still giving him the benefit of the doubt. Myself included. Yeah, and I wonder that. I, I wonder if like that impacted it because his fan base at that point in time was younger. So at that point in time, you know, in that age group, when we're younger, maybe we don't have as much critical thinking or as much. Yeah, because I'm going to say in some of the conversations that, you know, about the whole R. Kelly shit was that when all of the height of this, I was a child. I was, I was <laughs> like when he was doing AJ now with a number with Aaliyah, I was the same age as Aaliyah probably. Right. And so it, I don't think it was up to our generation to be the ones to cancel him then. Right. That were all the third, the then 20, 30, 40 year olds who are now yeah. older now, right? And so now it's like our generation are the age that they were when this shit happened. And now we're the ones canceling him, which I think, because I, I know this is a mass generalization, I still can pinpoint some older black women in particular and black men who are still dying on the R. Kelly Hill. And, and for that, I'll never understand. Yeah. And like, I think it's different for me. So like, I am not, I'm not out here promoting the fact that I listen to him. Like, you know, um, Ashley knows, um, you know, some, you know, some other folks that like I'm close to, like know that I'll still listen to him, but I'm not like, I'm not posting on Facebook. Like, Hey, I'm rocking this R. Kelly album right now. Or, um, you know, oh, I'm going to a concert or something like that. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Okay. But I think you have to, sometimes you just got to separate, separate the two. And, and not, and I'm not saying that everyone has to, like, everybody doesn't have to do that. And I, I completely get it if, like, you may not be able to separate it or, you know, but so and so may not I think the to. thing too, it might be easier for some people in the separation. Um, but for R. Kelly in particular, his music is very sexual in nature. Yeah, like and I think that's ninety percent of his music. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's like for me, I can't even just think like, Oh my god, was did he write this about a child? <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah, so and, and, and so that's the thing. That's like, exactly was... where my mind goes now. But I will say this: the other day, Spotify, it generally does not play any like R. Kelly songs in my daily mix. But the other day, on one of my daily mixes, it played Twister, so sexy, featuring R. Kelly. Now, if you know me, you know I love that motherfucking song, and I didn't immediately skip it because it didn't register as an R. Kelly song, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. doing the twist apart, and then it came on. So, so I was like, "Oh fuck, it's Robert," <laughs> and Please. I struggled. So then I turned it. Wait, I'm gonna. I turned it down. I'm gonna tell my truth. I turned it down because I was like, "Shit, somebody next to me gonna hear me bumping and be like." Mm. So I turned it down, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then I had a moment with the song, like where I struggled, like shit. Like if it was a regular R. Kelly song, no question in my mind it is out of here. I, I just skip. So now I'm stuck yeah. on the collaborations now. Yeah, and some I think I was talking to somebody um about it and they were just like, Well what do you do? Like like does that not bring up like thoughts in your head? And and, and maybe it's just me and maybe I'm Maybe I'm a terrible human being, but like when I hear an R. Kelly song, I don't immediately think about the tape or I don't think about the things that he's done. I'm like, oh, this joint is a banger. 
Mm. I'm enjoying it. And and like maybe that means that I'm like a terrible human being. I don't I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Maybe I have to maybe I have to grasp with that. But like for me, I'm just like, all right, I'm enjoying this music. Um like I'm a hundred percent sure now that you've said the name of that song, I'm going to go listen to it immediately after we finish taping this podcast. Yeah, I mean, because I really do enjoy that song, and I'm like, fuck, yeah. like, but I've just hadn't run into that because I feel like these phones listen, so my Spotify knows don't play no R. Kelly now, yeah. and I I do think that is the hardest part in looking away from R. Kelly is because the sexual nature of most of his music. Yeah. Now you mentioned like other favorites. Yeah. And hold on, let me let me uh let me apologize to uh the person that had, <laughs> had <laughs> but let me tell you my thinking as well. Um so I made the playlist and I feel like Kel's music fits the playlist. But what I did thinking I put him early in the playlist. So I didn't I didn't want it to be like you're in the moment. <laughs> And then, you know what I mean? Like you're in the moment and then it comes on and it's like, yo, I got to cut this off. No, I at least, I wanted it to be like, all right, where you were in the candles. Yeah. You're in a, you're in a place, you're in a place Mm. where you could then cut it off or like you could just hit skip and not really. That's actually funny as fuck. Yeah. I, I, I consciously put it early in the playlist. So, um, so yeah, there, there you go. I apologize. Um. You know, if I get asked to make another one, I will uh, try to avoid putting Mr. Kelly. And for the record, too, I also said something when he sent it. I was like, oh, Kelly. Like, (laughs) I I didn't chastise him, but I did point it out. Like, really? Like, come on, dude. But whatever. (laughs) So I just feel like it's kind of hard not to put him on. But go ahead. You know, I I grappled. I think for me, who's becoming my R. Kelly replacement is Tank. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, um, you know, I'm, I, I, I frequently, not to say, no, I can't say it out loud, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I find ways to get, I find, <laughs> I find ways to get music that is not listed on your favorite, um, your favorite uh, streaming applications. So, I, for some odd reason, um, and I didn't realize this, Eric, um, Eb from, um that was on the pod a little while ago, he posted something about um, Tank's album, Tank's album, Force of Nature, like the joint that came back out in like 2000. Yeah, it's not on Spotify. It's not on there. Yeah. So, you know, you know, the bootleg king. I had to... I had, I had I had to get out there. I was like, oh man, I had to listen so to that much because I always want to go find maybe I deserve or in this other song, and it's yeah. not on there. Yeah, so uh, like on yeah, Spotify, you know, his discography starts at like mid two thousand, two thousand eleven or something. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like something way late. So, so yeah, I mean, if you need that, I got it. I got oh, it. I might have to go ahead and send <laughs> you know. that. So go ahead and send that uh, Google Drive link. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, but you did mention um, other faves and. This one has been hard for me because I have not watched, and I'll admit I probably have not watched, will watch um, The Leaving Neverland. Um, I, again, in my trinity going up were Eddie Murphy, Whitney, and MJ, and I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> to yeah. do the necessary actions <laughs> to deal with MJ after watching this documentary and I pointed out to Kenny it shows how beloved MJ was that motherfuckers turned on Oprah I, yeah. I've never seen some shit like that in my life <laughs> it was a it was a good article I think it was either in Rolling Stone or Billboard or something like that about how is MJ too big yeah, like you're not gonna cancel an MJ. Like, it's, I think it's I think it's impossible. You're, you're, you're just think, not like, and and I I think if you want to listen to a more sophisticated and highly intelligent breakdown of this, uh, <laughs> go listen to Still Processing. They did an ep- episode entitled Just MJ. Um, it was 
very thoughtful in their analysis. And I really agree with a lot of what they said. So if you want a highbrow overview of this, I think it came out like the beginning of March. So you can go, it's still not that old. So go listen yeah. to that. But I will say like, I, MJ has been around my entire life, right? <laughs> like I, one of the first songs I can remember memorizing was the boys and MJ. Okay. So I just don't know how you you cancel someone who's like ingrained into almost every phase of your life, right? And to the point that they mentioned on still processing, like he's just a part of the culture. Like he I think Wes mentioned, like, you know, you go shopping for groceries you hear mj song you're an agent it's just background music to your life like you're never gonna hear r kelly or some of these other people as just like background music to just daily activities yeah yeah i i agree um and there are a lot of people like you that obviously will not even watch the documentary there are a lot of people that i've talked to that literally say that they don't care what is in the documentary. The people in it are lying. I, again, am able to separate my emotions from MJ <laughs> as, a, as, a, as an artist and a human being. So it's kind of easier for me to look at it like, Ugh. but um, yeah, like that shit was disturbing. Like it was very disturbing. And I will say, obviously the job of a documentary documentarian is to obviously connect with the emotions of the people that are watching. So I think who, the the guy from the BBC that did this one did a really good job of being able to paint a picture of Michael's mental manipulation as well as physical manipulation. Yeah, and, and how- I, I do, I would say like, even admitting there is some level, there is some... I guess overall, when you're a predator, like you just have predatory behavior, right? Yeah. And there's some similarities in the way in which, you know, allegations against R. Kelly and allegations against MJ and how they kind of dangled it back in our faces a bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, there are some similarities there. And I like, I, I only heard of, I think it was like they played like four or five clips in the still processing episode and maybe i will listen to or watch it um but i, I i'm not don't want to watch it right now but i do even think to the bigger conversation and it's another overlap between the two and even with some real life people that i know who've experienced some level of physical or sexual abuse to where it was in the clip in Leaving Neverland, they played about one of the victims or alleged victims. Um, his mom, they interviewed her and she was talking about how they went on the road with Michael Jackson. <laughs> and at first her hotel room was yeah connecting. Yeah. And then like by the end of the tour, her hotel room is downstairs right yeah. <laughs> like, and so in my mind and this not to victim blame but i'm just like are people that fascinated with fame lifestyle and money that oh yeah they're those, really those willing to trash. sell your child down the river right yeah those like, parents were trash so like the the one guy so it was the dude wade and then um, Wade Robinson and then the other guy, I forget his name. Um, but clearly like Wade's mom was like, yeah, we're going to move from us. Like Michael was trying to move Wade in with him for like a year, like move him for, from Australia without his parents for a year to stay with him. And then his mom was like, no, we're not going to do that. But then she like packed up and like moved the, his, her entire family minus the husband over <laughs> over to America so that they could be closer to Michael. Yeah, like it was just, just yeah, like, it was just you know, I can't even understand the level of predatory <laughs> like the level of predator you have to be to convince a mother yeah to move her entire family to another country yeah so you can have a relationship with her child and he spent time like it wasn't like 
it was just like one phone call here and there. Like he literally, like he's yeah, that's time. what it sounded like. Yeah. yeah, like he he made them get like a fax machine, so he would like fax the 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 little boy letters and stuff like that all the time, and like call, and they would be on the phone for hours. It was like yeah. And so in my mind, it's like, how did fucking Michael Jackson have time? to be <laughs> that is another valid question that is a valid question i mean it's just i think i have i have so many questions about this because then you out you always do the thing you shouldn't do but you're human and you're like shit if i was a parent the fuck you mean my child is sleeping in a hotel room with michael jackson yeah yeah like what and so then they played the next clip where the woman's like oh we met sean connery and all this stuff and so it's like do you really get that blinded by access, fame, wealth, lifestyle? Yeah, you get in that life and it's just like, but oh. She's like, oh, nice. well, I fucking met Sean Connery last night. I guess my son can stay in this hotel room with Michael <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Like, what? <laughs> like, I, I just, I can't even understand that. Yeah, yeah. I and just, so, I... yeah. So, from the clips that they shared in that episode and what the few articles that you've forced down my throat. Um <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to go there with MJ because, yeah, it's like, how do you strip MJ out of your life? And I feel like yeah. it's it's a few other people who are on that same level where it's like, they're so big that they can't be canceled. Yeah, and I, I mean... So like, I'm not I'm not a big proponent of cancel culture. Like I think it's, I I I don't <laughs> I don't I'm not really <laughs> I ain't really canceling nobody. Like if I if I if I want to hear you, I'm gonna listen to you. If I if I want to see you on a movie, I'm gonna watch. Um, and I think but like, that's fair. I feel like that cancel culture has really gotten based around one, either people having emotional ties to folks and being like oh no i can't cancel them or like easily being able to like hop on social and just be like oh yeah this person's canceled this person's canceled because it doesn't matter because they didn't really care about them in the first place yeah i i I think that's a good point too i think the cancel culture is definitely a slippery slope i feel like isn't there a next step to it like because even with canceling mj and r kelly like I'm about to sneeze, sorry. <laughs> but even like with canceling them, it's like, okay, well, Michael Jackson's dead. Like, what happens there? Yeah, like what happens there? R. Kelly has still lived a fulfilling life. It's like, do we actually want to get to the root causes of why someone of their level and access could be could get away with these alleged crimes for so long? Yeah, like there's a larger problem. Yeah, that like that's the larger problem. So fuck canceling them. Like, what do we do, and how do we do? Can we do it? I don't know. But like, how do you even get to the point where you're actually facing the issue? Because then the other person this week who got canceled, um, hometown girl, just hilarious. (laughs) Oh yeah, poor girl. Yeah, yeah. And I I couldn't even feel for this one. I couldn't even feel sorry for because. (laughs) It's just sometimes you sometimes you just gotta know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah, like I mean, what she said was absurd, obviously. But then I was like, and you see so many people coming out like, oh yeah, I didn't like her from for like months, and I was like, did you really like like yeah. like like what did she do? Like maybe I missed it, but like what did she do to like for people not to like her or like really have like this disdain for her? Yeah, I think it's one thing to say like I really don't find her funny. Okay, that's yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, well, somebody like her because the bitch got like five million followers. <laughs> like she got she got on a TV show from being on Instagram. Like somebody, <laughs> right? And so I, I I did not have much sympathy for her because she she did what she did, and then she she pulled the Kevin Hart like I'm gonna dig my heels into it. Yeah, and then did the crying apology because I'm sure the money got threatened. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Because I, I feel like everybody's chance to get canceled can come around. Everybody. 
because I'm sure somebody went digging on my Twitter, which I need to fucking delete everything pre-2019. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you haven't done that yet. Like, I told you to do that years ago. <laughs> if my Twitter account just it goes down for 40 days, <laughs> that's what's happening. I'm deleting everything. But it's like, I, people grow and evolve and change. And I feel like this culture doesn't allow that it doesn't yeah it doesn't allow for you to be like hey because i mean even everyone loves barack obama when he first came was hopped on the scene he didn't believe in gay marriage he didn't believe gay people should get married and then he had a change of heart right and so i feel like if people are still exhibiting the behavior then that's one thing like i would rather have somebody that like yeah i I get that i get what you're saying like if you're like okay i'm stuck in my ways and i'm never gonna change or i'm never gonna like even take into consideration of the thinking then cool like for me like i'm like all right listen to the other side understand it if you don't agree with it then i'm okay with it but like but like allow people to grow through their mistakes like people make mistakes like i'm never like people be coming out after kids like tweeting stuff when they were 16 nah dog like (laughs) if if you if you caught me and some of the stuff that i said at 16 if you caught like it's the standard shit if you caught most of us in the stuff that people said in group chats listen (laughs) because there's many things that i'd be like let me text kenny because i can't tweet this shit (laughs) listen listen like you just like you like people people have different thinking and like you're you're Public face is not like always what you know. Yeah, really is I, the case. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I just uh, and maybe is that the lesson again? Just knowing when to shut the fuck up and when to say when yeah. and where to say things. Because had she just sent that in her group text to some people she trusted, she wouldn't have had to spend fifteen thousand dollars and do a five minute IGTV apology video. <laughs> but it's like it's like the gift and the curse, right? Because it's like like their transparency has allowed them to you know attract that kind of fame you and, know what i mean and, and like I'm, if you weren't trans like if you weren't didn't have any level of transparency on this podcast i'm sure people would not really vibe with you as much and that's because- the, that is a true struggle in my life it's yeah. like you know um <laughs> how much to share and when the fuck yeah. do you stop right because it's hard it's hard because it's like all right what's the line like what do people like what's the cutoff line like what is it gonna be that people are like oh no i don't fuck with her no more but like everything else you're like i you i didn't you didn't said everything else and then it's like ah oh, yeah i fuck with that but then you say that one thing wrong it's like ah oh, she's canceled like no 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 <laughs> like you can't like we can't do that like that's like you agree with 99 percent of something that one somebody says but then, like, they say one thing that upsets you, and you're like, all right, now they're canceled. No. Yeah, because like, that's actually, not real life. I'm still, I, 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 I do struggle with that. And, like, even when I share some things that might be personal, or if it's a story that I know people might be able to easily track back to someone, yeah. I get permission. Even with Boo, like, I asked him the other day, like, if you were, I know he doesn't listen to every episode, but he listens every now and then. And, like, I say, if you ever went on, listened to an episode and you heard me talking about something that transpired with you, would you be upset? Yeah. Because I feel like you should, I still have to give these people in my life courtesy. Like, it's their shit too. Um, It's a lesson I learned. I know it was, it was an entire episode that I did that made some people feel some kind of way that knew me. Um, but in that instance, I kind of felt too, well, shit, that's my story too. But I get what you're saying. Because yeah, even yeah. if I would have asked, I still would have put it out. <laughs> so it wasn't like I would have not done it. Um, but fair point. And so from that experience, if it's something I know that is deeply personal or I know somebody, people, I don't know how far people dig, people talk. I don't know. Yeah. Y'all always say I'm a celebrity. I am fucking not. But people well, do be nosy as fuck. So I asked him. He's like, you ain't gonna say my name, right? No, nah, I'm not gonna <laughs> say your name. Okay, cool. So that's go, my yeah. contract I have with him is how we'll move. Yeah, it's I don't know. This this whole thing is is very interesting, especially like I mean, even like like you're you're continuing to build your pod. And it's just like you always have the 
you always have to have in the back of your mind, like, oh my God, if I say one thing, like this could one blow up. One thing, that's Just it. Just one thing, like this could blow up and like all of this could be gone. Like have grace you know with I mean? me, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, and I mean, like, and, 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 and the problem is like, it'll end, it ends up turning out to be people that aren't really your own full followers. Yeah. But like, you'll have like four or five people out there that'll be like, oh yeah, we need to, we need to shut this down. And then that, the because the way media works or you know the way twitter works and all this other stuff is like those negative comments get pushed way more way and then that more. gets yeah, that gets put in people's psyche like oh well maybe oh that's jacked up and when in actuality like they don't really care like, and, and that's <laughs> the thing too like i feel like you're right people don't care like we cancel her on to the next one um yeah. but it, it is kind of becoming like a little angry mob thing i do think people who i think it's a difference when someone is a trash ass person and they just com- continuously push out trash ass shit thoughts whatever. Yeah. Cool. You want to get them out the paint? I think that's cool. But if it's somebody like you saying like, well, that just seemed out of character, or maybe she misspoke, or maybe they did whatever, then you want to go a little harder. Okay. Because mm-hmm. even like I even think about that video that's going around on Facebook with the lady calling the people the n-word in the grocery store did you see that one? Oh yeah yeah that white lady yeah yeah and so now you know people be quick that's and not in anticipating this but I deleted my LinkedIn page oh cause you don't want, to, you don't want people to know I where don't you want work that smoke. Yeah. I'm not big enough this shit is not funding my life okay <laughs> so I still need my 9 to 5 to pay my mortgage and shit okay it would be lovely if this could sustain a full time lifestyle but it does not and I honestly grapple with that like how much of like cause I enjoy it in the space that it is in my life right now but like what would I want my life to look like to the point that this grew so big that this is all I could devote my time to that's where I get a little murky on this but I, I say all that to say is because people are canceling people so much and I do think I'm a good person but fuck people fuck up and say shit all the time all the time I was like nah I can't have one of those little audiograms I spend so much time on what clip of the show I put in the audiogram because that could go viral right that, that can get shared <laughs> that can get pushed out like you never know yeah so I just am like I didn't want to get to that point. And the next thing I know, they go, they, somebody's like, oh, I saw her. We know her last name is Boone. She put her first <laughs> name in this post. Then y'all on LinkedIn. The next thing I know, I, I don't got no job. Everything. So I quietly deleted that LinkedIn page several months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy that that was my thought. But I was like, I don't know what I could say to offend people. Yeah, I think you. And that's the you, thing you never know. You never know, and even I think even even like last week's episode, or you might hear me say like, "Starts with a guy," and then you'll hear me go back like, "Well, people who have penises," because I'm yeah. trying to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know that world. <laughs> yeah, like, let me let me not say somebody yeah. might come yeah. to me. You don't want that smoke. I can tell you that you don't want that smoke at all. <laughs> So I do that often, or you'll hear me be like, I'll be like, oh yeah, when I was having, or people who have sex, or people who are in heterosexual relationships, like, (laughs) so I'm always in my head still doing that. So when you hear me say that on the podcast, that is what I'm thinking about. Please don't cancel me. I'm being safe out here. (laughs) (laughs) I got got a mortgage. I got got no dual income household. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay. I gotta stay in this government job. (laughs) I gotta be good. Listen. So yeah, I'm like, nah, y'all can't, y'all can't get me up out of here. So, but yeah, that is the space that I'm even in myself. Just thinking like, no, that can't happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a weird world out here. I will, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I mean, I, like I said, I never want to be famous. I don't want to be known. I'd rather take money. I, I'd rather be uh, rich. And uh, let me tell y'all know. this: I know you and I did that lottery episode a while ago. I'm with you. Fame is something weird. It's 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 still weird to me. Even um, I haven't been to the grocery store in a f- quite a few weeks because I've just been so busy. And so I finally made it. And I'm also weird. As much as I like technology, I'm still not into the Instacart and all that people mm-hmm. shopping for me. I'm not there yet. Um, so I was 
in Wegmans and <laughs> somebody looked at me and I was just like, oh. and then I just reached for, I guess I was getting eggs, I think. And then when I closed the um, refrigerator door, the person goes, do you have a podcast? And I was like, oh, here we go. I'm like, yeah. Nope. They're like, oh, I thought that was you, Booney. And I'm like, nope. yeah. That's still a little weird to me. Um, what'd you say? Uh, not a chance. Nope, that will not be Yeah, me. like that's, so, that's still, I appreciate it. Like, oh, that's so cool. Every time it happens, not that it happens every day, but it'd be happening here and there. No, don't lie. But, you a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> but every time it happens i'm like that's so cool like people know my shit and then i'll be like oh my god that's so fucking weird <laughs> so yeah i don't know i i struggle with that like i know that if if somebody came in here right now like you could have fame or i'll give you a million dollars i'm choosing the million dollars absolutely no absolutely. question like, i could really care less if most people knew who I was. So, um, <laughs> like, it's just, uh, <laughs> it don't matter to me. But, um, yeah, for, for people that have fame or even, like, just do something with their life that, like, allows people to know them, I'm just like, I feel, I feel, I feel scared for y'all because it's just like you never, like, you just never know what, what's going to cause the, the masses to turn on you. Never, never. And so that is a fear. I do, like I said, if if the person's a piece of shit, you know, just a whole just bucket of trash, then yeah. you know, do what you gotta do. But I do feel like sometimes we don't give people any grace. Yes. And, that, and I think that's the word. We don't. We it's don't. Ve- well, it's very hard. I think like I I think social media influences people a lot more than they ever want to admit. But I think because we, we continually see like the visualization of like the negativity and like the canceling or like the, like, Oh, this person got to go or like all this other stuff. We never, we rarely see people like, Oh yeah, well, this person made a mistake, but they're doing this, this, and this to kind of work through it. And even when you do see that, people are like, "Oh no, 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 I don't care. That's all fake. Like that's never gonna happen. Like we don't allow like one yeah. like the, the grace and two the growth. Like you don't." And I'm trying to think of who it was. Somebody briefly when I was on Twitter this week that I saw. I'm trying to think that they, they they can't they're coming back. They were someone who was canceled by society and now they're getting a second chance. They're coming back. And I was just like, so what the fuck did what was all that energy for then? Yeah, like what like what changed? It generally only happens really with white people. Yeah. <laughs> they get welcomed back. Yeah, it's I, very I, rare that a black person can be canceled and make it back. But I was just, I can't remember who it was. And I was like, ain't that some shit? Then I just saw earlier today, Roseanne, like she was canceled, uh, but she apparently is getting her second chance again. So it's like, how do we move beyond canceling, but really get into the bottom? And I just, I honestly don't think you can. But yeah, I just, I just think we've gotten to this point where the, the, the hunt, the thrill, the chase of outing someone and finding where they work and where their kids go to school and all this shit and getting them out the paint is so much fun. And then they're gone and then life goes on. And then next thing you know, they're on a book tour. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so tell us about that time society canceled you. Like. Because honestly, like, okay, MJ, he's still going to be the greatest entertainer of all time. Like, that title is not going to be taken away from not him. Not going to be taken away. And not- he's dead. So it's already cemented. It happened with Elvis. We literally have footage and video of this girl talking about she was 14 and all this bullshit. We know this. And some people still consider him a great. He's cemented in history. It's not going to go away. Now, does white society really have a strong cancel culture? Or is it really no? Or is it you know what I mean? Like, or is it just based around like some people when it's in like film and media? Like, I feel like yeah, Harvey Weinstein got listen, 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 Linda. I black people and white people use social media very differently. Very differently, and I love because of my 
Facebook is really the only social media where I can see the stark difference because that's where I follow white people that I know in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> um, but things that trend on Black Facebook, and I know that's not even a term, don't trend. <laughs> like, what is Black Facebook? Yeah, that don't trend on my white Facebook. And so when Black people getting everybody out the paint, I'm sure white people be looking at their timeline like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, because if white people did have a cancel culture, then we really wouldn't have racism, right? So <laughs> that's, right. that's yeah, a like, word. That's a word. Right? That's a word right there. So, I mean, because if you if they were really about their business of canceling, they would have to cancel mamas, daddies, granddaddies, and all that shit. Everybody. And that shit's not happening. So there is no cancel culture for white people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because that, that shit is real. It's like, real. <laughs> like, oh no, granddaddy's cool. <laughs> he just. I mean, and you and I have experienced that in high school, where yeah. we've had friends tell us, "Sorry, my grandfather's a racist, but I'm not." And now they're thirty something. They're just like their racist ass grandfather. Yeah. So I fuck you. That's not um, why. <laughs> Sorry to all of, all of our white listeners. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it's a very small population, <laughs> but y'all not canceling y'all family, so racism continues to this yeah. day. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I just, I don't see it happening there because, like, yeah, that shit hit a little home. They get quiet. Yeah, I feel like we don't, or it might hit the Today Show for like a day and then that's about it. Then it's like, oh, God, that's that's what those darkies are talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like I feel like they're like they're like social shows are like it's like entertainment tonight and like like what I like I don't like it's so yeah, segmented like culture's so segmented it's weird. Culture and that's the thing, it's so crazy how and especially the city that we live in. Baltimore is a very socially segregated city. Yeah. It is very few places that you go that it'll be mixed populations. Um and the crazy thing is too, it's a completely open gap for people like ourselves who were uh, young black, I'm not going to say professionals because I hate it, but young black people who just want to go out and have a good time in the city. There are very few spaces for us. Because mm-hmm. if you do find those spaces, they're white. And when yeah. you walk in and it's like, oh, how'd they find out? And then they're like, oh no. <laughs> and then like, you could, you could be like, you could be like me, but like, hey, yeah, I hope nobody found out about this place. Yeah, that's me, but I won't tell nobody. <laughs> like, like, you know the spot was empty. It was no no darkies in there. Like, all right, let me keep this to myself. <laughs> and that is the Baltimore social scene for 30-year-olds. <laughs> like, Yo, you can't we, let the riffraff in here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen, I, that's why I still ain't been to Sandlot, because I was like, oh, I didn't get in there early enough. And yep, then you I gotta saw go, you gotta go early. In there, and I said, "Up, yeah, too late. I will not be going to Sandlot. (laughs) Gotta go early." But yeah, that is totally Baltimore culture. I went to a cooking class one time. It was so much fun. It when Ash uh, Ashley uh, from Will Drink for Travel got there first, and she texted me like, "Hurry up! I'm the only black person in here." And so then when I walked in, they were like, and then someone someone else (laughs) came in. It was three of us. And we were the only three black people in this cooking class of about like thirty people. It was such a good time. Yeah, I think I put it on. I put it on Snapchat because I didn't want to share it on Instagram because I didn't want great. people to know. It's so terrible. Yeah, it's it's, it's a weird world out here. Just gotta gotta figure out how to navigate. So yeah, so uh, this is my plea now. I promise I will work hard to not say anything that gets me canceled. Uh, It's been two years of this game. We're on episode 92. And I hope that you would know my heart and my mind. (laughs) So if that one time you hear me say something a little sideways, you just privately message me and say, hey, Boonie, I did not appreciate when you said blah, blah, blah. And give me the chance and the grace to respond. Please don't do a text, a tweet, <laughs> an IG story. Like, yeah, is like, this bitch racist? <laughs> yeah, like, and then put the sound clip up there with no context, nothing. Right. <laughs> so, so please just, just don't, just don't do that to me. And I think this little relationship will, will be okay. So yeah. Any final thoughts, Kenneth? Hey, that's it. I appreciated it. 
thank you for having me. I'll see you guys again next year. Shut um, up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kenny is going to be the booty bus captain <laughs> for the Philly Live Show. <laughs> yeah, because I, I got to make sure y'all ain't drinking too much. Can't have y'all embarrassing yourselves because there, there is videotape. It's video and the Booney Live shows are interactive. Yeah. So, yeah. So, thanks, Kenny. Hey, I appreciate you. All right. Thanks again to the homie, the BFF, Kenny, for coming on the podcast this week. Don't listen to him. He will be back on the podcast before season five wraps up. Speaking of which, there are only nine episodes left in season five. I know the seasons come and go so very quickly. Uh, but just want to give you guys that warning. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or any app that you listen to your favorite podcast on. Don't forget to leave a review, too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass week. Thank you for listening. And remember, the Ratchet in Me always honors the ratcheting you. Ho, my stay. Until next time.